The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA powered, of course, by Evergy. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have Mary, Kate, and company in the house. E. Hi, Mary, Kate. Hi. How are you this fine day? Wonderful. We are so glad to have you here with us. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Who am I? I am um, a career hairdresser. Mm-hmm. That would be number one. Um, I am in my 35th year, I think. I wow. actually haven't counted. I think it's 35th year in the industry. That's awesome. So um, I'm not supposed to ask so the age, right? I was well. No, okay, well, yes, I, I can't st- calculate it either. Okay, I can tell you my age. That doesn't <laughs> no, bother me. I'm just <laughs> But yes, I I was first licensed in 1987. Wow. Graduated high school in 86. What high school? Uh, Bishop Carroll. That's okay. Carroll. Northwest. It's all right. All right. Yeah. I grew up in the neighborhood. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. My family's still. In fact, my salon's in that neighborhood, right between Northwest and Bishop Carroll. Nice. Very nice. Nice. So, what's the name of your salon? The salon's called Mary Kate and Company. Mary Kate and Company. And who's the company? What is, how did you come up with this name? uh, Well, when we first started 15 years ago, I had already been in the industry for 20 years. Um, So, I had a large clientele and I had had a lot of success, but I I, uh, wanted to create something bigger than just myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's funny because company... We get teased a lot because I, I actually own the salon with my sister. Her name's Becky. Okay. But she sometimes gets called company. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a company. <laughs> either, either she gets called Kate or she gets called company oh or, you my. know, you're just teased a lot. But um, she's behind the scenes more often. She's actually a really great people person, probably better than me. But... When we first started, she brought to the table counting experience yes. and bookkeeping experience, which I never wanted to do. And um, so I love that. And a lot of business experience. She, she used to work at Coke Industries um, in Vista. And so 15 years ago, when I started, it was just me. I hired a couple brand new hairdressers who had no experience and no clientele and um, my sister. It was just us. Um, <laughs> and 
flying by the seat of her pants. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> like, here we go. And so, you know, my goal was to help grow other hairdressers and grow the salon um, into, you know, I didn't, I, I think, I thought I had a vision back then, but my vision became clearer over time. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not like at the very beginning. I just knew I wanted it to be bigger and to be something special, but I hadn't, I had not clearly defined that. In the very beginning, that was in that was at the end of 2006. Um, we start. We opened in December. It was kind of a strange move to open, but that's just how it how it panned out. That's awesome. So you began with you know somewhat of a vision, but now it's turned out to be something greater than you ever thought it would be, huh? Definitely. Yeah. So shout out to your sister. Yes. Thankful yes. for her. So talk to us a little bit about you know starting off with. The few people you started off mm-hmm. with, the few but mighty, to now this large salon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of blessings and luck, and also a lot of stick to itiveness um, through some major difficulties for sure. Where I was the most um, successful and also lucky was the clientele and the people that I had met over the years that were really loyal to me. And then became loyal to my sister and to our, our team. And really, we drew, I have never, I've, in all these years, I've really never had to recruit employees. Uh, so I'm very lucky in that respect. And it's because my team, each person that came along, and, and my own reputation, and Becky's reputation, and then the Mary-Kate and Company reputation over the years started to grow. And um Different so stylists just started showing up saying, I want to work with you. Um, and I even had a few <laughs> people who I had worked with in the past who said, you know, I, I miss working with you and I'd like to come work with you. So that was very complimentary of me, but also gave, made me feel a lot of responsibility for what I was doing, you know, because they looked to me and our business for structure, for um, discipline, for knowledge, for training, for fun, all, all the things. That's crazy. <laughs> Don, did you hear it? She's never had to recruit. Um, Everyone I'm, has, I'm stuck is, on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk about yeah, that for please. a little bit, because obviously there's a certain culture that you are creating mm-hmm. within your salon that's making people and stylists and clients and everyone come to you and navigate to you. So let's talk about your culture. Well, that is probably the thing we are most proud of, and it was born over time. Like I said, I think our culture when we first started was just kind of me, like who who was I as a person, and um, then Becky and I, you know, yeah, we, we made a business plan, and we got started, but in our business plan, we we weren't even really talking about culture yet. I don't, I, I can't remember those first, I just remember knowing who I was, and then knowing what her strengths were and kind of like, let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I had a lot because I had 20 years behind me. I had a lot of knowledge of the industry, which helped a lot. But uh, and I also had a lot of knowledge about commission and booth rental. Mm-hmm. And we are neither. Which is so, so interesting. that's another interesting thing about us that um, wow. is very different for us. Never heard of that. Yeah. A lot of people have. <laughs> it's very, very common. We like being different. Um we're proud of our differences, and it's 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 that difference that helps create our culture. 
So I will, I'm going to try to explain it to you. Okay, thank it you. Is, it is hard to, you'll have to ask questions if I'm not getting to it all the way, but um, our culture started, like I said, with our personalities and who we were and what we believed in too. And then it was just like, go, 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 create uh, a salon that's successful financially. But then things happened where uh, the finances weren't going so well. And um, in by, so we opened at the end of 2006. So basically 2007 was our first year. By 2009, we were in horrible financial shape. And this is not because we didn't have clients. It was just because we, we moved too fast on things, made poor decisions, and procrastinated on um, specifically taxes. <laughs> so our, we, um, we had a very humiliating and difficult time that year. We were featured in the Wichita Business Journal with a large headline that said, West Wichita Salon, um, $102,000 in debt to the mm. IRS. Um, at the time, we had both a state and a federal um, debt. And part of that uh, 102 total that they had, like when I, saw the, when I saw the headline, I mean, I didn't even know how much it was. But it... it uh, had grown like doubled because of penalties. Yeah. And um, so what had happened was we had reached out to the IRS for help and said, hey, we're behind, what can we do? And we didn't get help. We just got, you know, them coming after us. Yeah. Um, and so it felt like we were criminals. It was really difficult. Um, so it was a hard situation, uh, obviously, um, because... It, emotionally, it was very draining and, and uh, humili- humiliating in the in the public eye. Everyone we knew um, knew about it, um, but we knew in our hearts that we didn't do this on purpose. We weren't trying to get away with anything. We just were making stupid uh, decisions along the way. Some of it just kind of like uh, I was working six days a week behind the chair and was oblivious to what was going on, and my sister was trying to protect me from that information so when it all came to light here's where things got better actually we went through this terrible thing but it made us regroup it made us dig deep and figure out how are we going to do this what kind of sacrifices are we going to make and who who are our friends who's who's who still believes in us Mm -hmm. um that kind of thing and it was amazing what came out of that um that year we created um with our team, and here's an, another amazing thing is our team. I'm, I'm looking around. We had, we had I can't remember exactly how many employees we had that, that year, but we had enough employees that I looked around and we both just felt terrible for dragging them through this. Like mm-hmm. our reputation was their reputation right. too. And so um, we had a lot of talks with them and talked about this is where we're at. This is what happened. Um, we were so blessed and lucky that they trusted us and they understood that what happened wasn't like something that we ever, you know, like we didn't mean for it to happen, you know. Um, we just got in over our heads in the beginning. So uh, they stuck with us. I mean, I, I didn't lose anybody at that time and I may have lost a few clients I don't even know about and that's okay. What I don't know, I don't know. Um, but I had a lot of really loyal people and people reaching out wanting to help too. Oh, that's a blessing. Um, so 
anyway, we made it through. We paid off our liens um, in three years. And then fast forward to now, we've expanded. We've yeah. um, gotten a lot, a lot more people on our side. Um, and what came out of that was a lot of confidence where something could have destroyed us. Instead, we became more confident because <clears throat> we learned that we could deal. We could deal with things. We could get through it. Um, we we figured out what all our resources were that we didn't even know who were, who were our resources. Um, we also started giving more. Um, that was something that we added to our culture at the time. As we started, um, we said, I, I still remember I, we had a business coach and we had had to fire our business coach because we couldn't afford it at that time. But one of the things on our goals was to start giving more to the community, start doing more charitable um, work. And I remember looking at my sister and going, we don't have anything. How are we going to give anything? You know, I mean, that's the typical thing is like, you feel like you don't have anything and how, how can you give? But you really do have. You really do. You have, you have your talents, you have your time, and there's still some treasure there, you know. Um, so that was a huge um, lesson and just blessing at the same time. So that's when that became part of our culture. That year we created a salon prayer along with our um, re using our team to recreate our mission. So our whole mission, everything about our vision evolved. I'm not going to say it changed because we always want to be something bigger than ourselves, but it evolved from there. We created a one of our tags, or it's not really a tagline, but we created the MKCO Ripple. And the Ripple effect, we, at the time, and, and this is right when the internet's really starting to get going, where we're starting to advertise. I mean, like when we first started, we didn't have Facebook <laughs> to advertise on or anything. But... Um, so this is the same time. So we're starting to put out there that that's who we are. You know, um, we want to give more. And so we gave a lot and it seems like so much more came back to us. And it was, you, I know, I know people tell stories about that all the time, but it is it's the truth. true. 100%. It is the truth. And we had a team that was totally on board with it who were really proud of it. And they gained that pride and we created goals to be the best salon experience in Wichita to be, have a reputation as the best salon and, um, we looked around our little salon at the time. We had seven chairs and little dingy. I mean, it was dingy. Um, and just, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just, I kind of get overwhelmed when I think about it. Um, I didn't necessarily give you all the information on my, on, on our culture, but that's where the culture really started evolving. So, um, having our faith be a part of our culture. Uh, we, I haven't hired anyone in all these years since then without telling them exactly who we are, what we stand for, and what we do every day. For instance, pray. We, 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 have, a, we have a huddle every morning where we talk about our goals for the day, and we have a prayer that we say together. And now I'm going to say that I, I have a diverse uh, team. Our team is diverse. Not everybody has the same beliefs. But one thing they do have is that they knew exactly who they were saying yes to when they decided Correct. to work there. So they decided to work there regardless of if we all believed the same things, but just that they, they loved what we stood for anyway. And, um, and that way, there's never really a conflict on that because we always go back to, you know, 
I don't. I really don't have to remind anybody, but if I did, I could say, remember when we first talked and we first met and we went over all these things that Mary-Kate and Company stands for, that Becky and I stand for, you, you knew this is who you're working for. I could say that if I needed to. Honestly, I really haven't had to. Um, we have a lot of love. Um, we created our list of values, and please don't ask me to list them all off right now because I'm not good at, <laughs> at, at that, but love is one of them, and teamwork is one of them, and so we, we all know what we value. We all know what we're trying to do. We have common goals. Every, not only every day do we have a common goal, but every month, every year, so everyone's working toward the same goal. And that's what makes us different is that we're part of something bigger. It's not just me being part of something bigger or creating something bigger. Each person who works at the salon is also part of, part of that and, and proud of it, too. And that's what I want them to feel for the rest of their careers. Um, I have seven people, seven team members who've been with us more than 12 years out of the 15 that we've been open. So most of them almost 15 so that's something also that's unusual in this industry. Oh, that's excellent. <clears throat> Thanks for sharing that. And I don't want to belabor uh, that turning point there, but there's yeah. a there's a learning opportunity for folks in business. I mean, people think it's really easy to hang up your shingle. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you've been in business 20 years, successful, apparently wanting to get bigger. And time you went bigger, you had a, I'll call it a hiccup, yeah. you know, and um can you just share what, um, what, how did you feel at that time? I know you shared a little bit, but when you were riding high, expanding, then all of a sudden you get this WBJ article. Well, As a business owner, yeah. what does that do? Okay, so we hadn't even reached the riding high and expanding oh, stage wow. yet. So okay. this was just like, we were just beginning. I mean, like, I... Um, my goals at the time were, I'm, I'm working hard. I had to focus on my clients, but I was also trying to focus on this little team that I was, right. I was trying to um, foster and help them in their careers and learn how to do what I do and how to do it even better than me. And so I really had, we hadn't reached that point yet. Wow. We had just reached a point of like, this is hard and, uh, when are we going to make any money? And, you know, like, I, you know, like that we had, we had not at that. So we were already feeling this devastation before we'd even reached any form the, I've always felt successful. So it's like, I had a form of success because I knew I was well liked. I knew that, um, I had a lot of clients, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But so there's always a form of success along the way, but my success, at that time wasn't realized as far as what I dreamed of at all, not even close. And so what was it like at the time? At the time, there's a lot of sleepless nights, not sleeping, worrying about my health, worrying about my sister, mm -hmm. worrying about the team and what all, what they were all thinking all the time. Um, of course, I'm, I'm a woman who has a lot of those, um, those self-doubt moments, you know, mm -hmm. like there was a lot of self-doubt. I had to constantly myself the right things to help me overcome that. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I just wanted that for our listeners. I mean, we, I think we have 1,400 small business members that belong to the chamber. That's a lesson that you could take with you and uh, move on. Let's get to the, the good part. Now, <laughs> 
when you decided to expand and I mean, what was your definition of you wanted to be bigger? What, what, what you know, when we, when we start, when we created the MKCO ripple, I remember just talking about how we wanted to create a bigger ripple effect okay. um, on our, it, it's not just on the community. It's uh, starting with our team, the, the team, the people that work for us um, are the most important to us. They are our first clients. I, I used to always talk about like, they're my first clients over and above my, actual clients that come in yes they're the ones that come in are the ones that are bringing the money in but if i'm not taking care of the ones inside the salon then who are we we have nothing um but uh sorry i lost my train of thought there what was your question again because i'm what was you said you wanted to do things bigger than after 20 yeah. years you felt yeah you could so go we there. started defining at that time we we defined so we we said well, what is bigger what do we want what do we want and everyone on the team just wanted to be the best. We wanted to be the best. So we said, what, what is the best? You know, and we just reputation wise, we wanted to be the best in, in, in town. And we knew that it didn't just involve being the best at doing hair. Because what, we, what we've learned over the years is that there are a lot of talented people out in the world. There's a lot of talented hairdressers around. And putting, putting us all up against each other, it's like, we're all good. We're all good. There's, there's yeah, I mean trying to just be the best at, at the talent itself isn't that's not fulfilling to us okay. so what what it was was to be the best to where people just loved to come to us okay gotcha. so um we talked a lot about um and i'm i'll show my age i was talking we talked about the, we talked about the norm factor from cheers we call uh -huh. it called the norm factor i think this might have been in a book i read somewhere but the norm factor where you know everybody you come in because everybody knows your name there and you just love being there so that's Norm from Cheers. You guys know yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay, thank you. Everybody knows. She might try and act like she don't know, but she Everyone knows about Cheers. Everyone knows about Cheers. <laughs> that, that, so that combined with also learning about um, really successful large businesses um, that have created systems and processes that allow their business to expand in a way that, you know, is seamless. Okay. I don't have another location right now. But I'm at the point where I could do that because I've created those systems and processes. Nice. So, um, and that took a long time to get there. And it's, it's, an, it's a constantly evolving process. But I, I, when, I, when I would um, stand up in front of my team and kind of do this, like, this is what we're trying to get to, you know, I would talk about big places like Starbucks or Walt Disney or whatever, things that where no matter where you go in the world to even McDonald's, you know, where, no matter where you are in just the United States, you go into one of those businesses, you're going to get the same service. You're going to get the same great feeling. Hopefully that's what you count on. And so, yeah, you can, you can be really disappointed if all of a sudden you go into what you might term as a really sucky Starbucks or something, you right. know, but yeah. most of the time, if you get the same drink at Starbucks here in Wichita and then you go, somewhere else on vacation and you get you order the same drink you're going to get the same thing so that's kind of part of what we added to our culture too is to add that kind of thing even though we only have one location at this point it's also just person to person in the salon sharing that information with each other about how to take care of clients so that say you're coming in and you're used to this great service that you always get from so-and-so and she had surgery yesterday because she broke her arm or something you know and you, you, we still have someone who can take care of her because we do share that information and we have those systems in place.
Excellent. Well, I appreciate that. That your your story is just so yeah, fascinating to me. This is darn cool. Yeah. It's hard to share the bad stuff. Like it, it definitely because it, you know, if you've ever been through anything embarrassing or humiliating, yeah. it's hard to talk about. But you've overcome it, yeah. and it's the other side you of it. But I think that's what's really critical, especially for young businesses mm-hmm. as they are listening to this, right? Because as they are going through some exactly. of those hardships, exactly. sometimes they don't think that they're going to make it through, that this is the end of the world. And having that positive affirmation um, from you is, is really, really positive. Yeah. And so thank you for sharing exactly. that and being vulnerable with our listeners to tell about that. So friends, it's about time for us to hear a word from our sponsors. We're going to be back listening to more from Mary-Kate and the Mary-Kate and Company. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable. Sustainable affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at CokeICT.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. Welcome back, friends. We're here with our friend, Mary-Kate Denton from the Mary-Kate and Company. We're hearing about her journey as she's been in business for 35 years, and she's sharing some uh, wisdom with us. So, Mary-Kate, can you kind of talk to us a little bit about where you get your inspiration from? Well, that's a good question. I'm mostly inspired by people. Just like I have really enjoyed, uh, two years ago, I stepped away from working behind the chair. And I have really enjoyed having the time to get out more in the community and meet people, especially people who are smarter than me. I've been really looking to learn as much as I can also. Like, yes, I have things that I can share and teach others about business, but there's still so much I don't know Mm -hmm. and so much that I've just missed along the way because I was working behind the chair all the time. Yeah. How does that feel not to be behind the chair? Is that weird? Oh, it was very <laughs> strange, um, and the, the timing was odd. I actually chose to do this in 2000, 2019 is when the plan kind of happened. So it was January of 2020, right before hmm. the pandemic right happened, before. that I decided to do this. So it was pretty scary. Wow. Um, but yes, just another lesson that, hey— the business is flourishing without me standing there. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so, I'm interested. You're born and raised in Wichita. Went to um, school here, and you decided to stay in Wichita. Yes. What is it about the Wichita ecosystem that makes you want to stay and to expand here, and not move away? First and foremost would be uh, my family. Mm-hmm. I'm from a very large family, and uh, so there's a I. I have a large support system, and I think that's very important to me is to uh, to stay close to them. I I, um, I love Wichita also. I yeah. have I have never been 
one of the Wichita naysayers or one of the people that grew up and said, I can't wait to get out of here. That wasn't me. Although I did move to Dallas for a year, Mm -hmm. but that was because of marriage, not because of, uh, because I wanted to get out of Wichita. So I've always loved Wichita. Came back a year later. See, (laughs) been here ever since. We're we're so glad to have you here and (laughs) champion uh, of Wichita and sharing the story. I, um, I'm always pleased to see uh, when people move away and then decide to come back. So uh, thank you for for being a yay-sayer. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yay nice. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. I had a great upbringing. I think that makes a big difference. Um, I just, I enjoyed my childhood here. And I, I, I uh, was born in Kansas City, but I lived here since I was two years old. Oh, wow. Other than that one year. <laughs> Very nice. And you are a member of the chamber. Uh-huh. So I, the... The chamber has a lot of neat um, things going on there, and like this podcast for one, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but what are some of the reasons why you you find the chamber to be so exciting? Well, and that's speaking about having more time now. I'm starting to delve into more resources and happenings that are going on. Because when we first joined the chamber, I was just like, I don't have time for any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's really how it felt, and so. We would we would randomly send people to things like here go check that out right. go, go do some networking but I was I was really not involved in it and I just kind of didn't even know what all there was mm-hmm. and like I said I told you a minute ago the the meeting people has been the most fun and through the chamber and other ne- other ways of networking in Wichita I'm really um, enjoying expanding my what do you want to call it just just knowing others you know. Um, as far as the chamber is concerned, also, I, we talked about the failure, but mm-hmm. some of the success came later. We did actually, we've won an award through the Wichita Business Journal and through the Chamber of Wichita. Um, we Wonderful. entered, and I sometimes get these confused as far as the years they happen, but um, with the with the Wichita Business Journal, which was really great considering we had that negative article mm-hmm. long years and years back in 2009, um, I believe it was 2018, not positive. Um, we were second place in the best places to work wow. competition. Wow. So that's that was, huge. Yeah, that was a big deal. And entering these contests and the chamber, comp- the chamber, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember exactly what we won, but we were nominated anyway through the chamber and we went through the process of. So, so the value to me is going through the process mm-hmm. of applying. Yeah for these things because as you're applying you know for somebody I don't I don't have a business degree I didn't I didn't go to even one day of college I started doing hair straight out of high school so um, the process of applying for awards really helps you learn what you're doing right and what you're not and what you what you're missing out on and that kind of thing and then it makes it it helped make me seek more so I we're still to this day you know continuing to try and expand our our flexibility and benefits for our team, mm-hmm. for one thing, something more, even more to brag about, you know. I love that giving to them and taking care of them. And it just gets it gets more exciting each year that we're able to add to that. 
That's awesome. You mentioned something earlier, and I know we're about to wrap up, but I, I just want to go back to, you know, you talk about your culture and your team a lot, which which is really important. Um, but, you know, your your structure is a little bit different than most salons. Mm-hmm. You say uh, there's no commission and no no mm-hmm. booth rental. Um, that's how a normal salon yeah, so how do operates. They get paid? So how, what's your, what's the operations? <laughs> what does that look like? Well, because I may apply. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's. <laughs> It's honestly, to me, uh, the other two structures are more like very common in in the industry, in the hair industry. However, the way we pay our team is more common in the regular business industry. Our team is all either salaried or uh, hourly wage plus Mm -hmm. bonuses. Nice. So it's all on a bonus structure. And because we work that way, that helps everyone focus on Mm -hmm. like – not only do you get paid more if we reach our goals, but on top of that, as you progress in your career, you're not just like having to pump out more hair to, to make more money. Like it's not like, oh, I've reached this stage where I'm, I'm 90% booked all the time. How am I going to make any more money? All, the only, only way I can is either get more clients or tr- raise, raise my prices. Correct. So... What we do allows that person who's been in the business a long time to continue to grow beyond that without mm-hmm. doing more hair, without necessarily wow. even having to raise their prices. They can continue to, to gain income and even gain fulfillment in their career because there's, there's more to do for the rest wow. of the team. Yeah. So they, have, they, they can contribute in other ways besides just taking care of clients, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. And that's that's just really nice. So when you guys came up with that, that's really brilliant. Yeah, it helps everybody share more too mm-hmm. so that you're not just like, I'm a rock star, I'm on my own and on this right. island and I don't care about everybody else. This helps everyone care about each other. More. Ebony wouldn't fit over there. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> and she, on that note. <laughs> Because she's a rock star. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'll shut up. No, uh, it is you, your turn. You've dealt, you've dealt with Ebony a lot today. So <laughs> now it's time for the fun stuff. But I got one question to ask you. Yeah. You kind of hit on it a little bit a couple of times, but you can't get away from us without letting us know. Five years from now, what Mary Kate and company going to look like? Well, I heard in another location. Possibly, possibly another location, definitely bigger and better than we are today. I love it. Bigger and better. Bigger and better for sure. We have 24 chairs, so I still don't have that salon. (laughs) That's a lot of chairs. (laughs) But you're on the west side. Yes. You know, the east side said, come on now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, over <laughs> over the years I've had a lot of requests for that. Excellent. Well, good. Um, good luck to you on that. And Thank I'm you. I'm sure we'll have you back when you make that announcement that you'll be on the east side. That was a <laughs> east side. You're, you're, you're rooting for us. All right. I sure am. Now it's time to do some word association. Oh boy. <laughs> I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. You ready? Okay. Okay, good. Leader. Responsibility. Success. Fulfillment. College. 
not for everyone. There you go. Failure. Blessings. Entrepreneur. Fun. Wichita. Love. Vacation. Family. Hero. Mom and dad. Chamber. Wichita Chamber. Valuable. Family. Did you already say family? No, you no, said. I said you family. said family. Confuse <laughs> me. <laughs> the yeah. most important thing. Excellent. Fun. Necessary. And you got to tell the truth about this one. So, beverage. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, okay. So you're saying you, you want my alcoholic beverage? Well, Is that, that what you're that's saying? What you said. Uh, <laughs> I just said. I, well, well, I'm I'm kind of boring there. I mean, I, I, I like beer. I like okay. random thing. I mean, whatever. What's your favorite uh, beer? But my favorite beer, mm-hmm. Ooh, Blue Moon, probably. Blue Moon. Oh yeah. yeah. What with or without the orange? Oh, I like the fruit. I okay. like the fruit. Either yeah. lemon, lemon or oranges. They're both good. Okay. Beer Thanks. doesn't like me, though. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you for being on the show. Truly appreciate it. E. Yes, we appreciate you. And thank you again for sharing your story with us. Thank you, you for having a, me. Great yeah. story. You're great a fascinating story. person. <laughs> well, friends, we've reached the end of our segment. Please make certain that you share this with your friends and your circle of influence and anyone who you may think will find value in this. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.